Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Small Business Big Stories podcast. On this episode, I get to speak to an incredible woman who inspires people through language and has built an incredible business based on that. She tells me a little bit about her amazing relationship with her daughter and how she balances it all, being a mother, being a businesswoman, um, while also balancing a nine to five. Uh, so stay tuned and you're really in for a treat with this one. Hey, Laura. So good to have you on. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me, Brittany. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I'm really excited to have you on and excited to hear about your business. Uh, we've talked briefly before and I know a little bit about it, but this is actually going to be sort of an episode where I learn a little bit more about your business and a little bit more about you. And uh, so, yeah, you are going to do a better job of this than I will. So I'm going to pass it over to you. You let everyone know who you are and what you offer in your business. Sure. Thank you. Um, so, yes, my name is Laura. I am the owner of Laura's Language Lounge. So I teach English as a second language to adult learners, um, mainly about conversational English uh, with a focus on pronunciation. I do primarily right now individual classes, so uh, private classes, so one-on-one, -on -one, and also I will be doing in the future uh, group classes. So that's me in a, in a nutshell. That's amazing. So yeah. Laura's Language Lounge. Yes. Say that five times fast. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. I really love that because it sort of like directly relates to what it is that you offer. Like just saying that in and of itself is such a, is such like a cool way to play around with language. Yes. Absolutely. Triple yeah. L. I, ha I had to, I had to add it. Had to flow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when did you start this business? Why? Like what, what was that aha moment where you're just like, this is something that I feel like I need to offer personally? Uh, that's a very interesting question <laughs> because it's uh, started a little unorthodox. Um, so Years ago, I had uh, accompanied a, a friend of mine to court, actually. I tell you, it's an orthodox, it, it is. Um, and I was supporting, supporting her there. And I remember going in there and one of the trials that was actually um, in session, um, it was a domestic case. So it was really emotional. Um, uh, it was a... a wife and a husband who were having some troubles and there was a domestic uh, matter there that they were dealing with in court. What stuck out to me with this particular case was that the woman, you could see she was, was alone. She didn't have any family or, or friends there supporting her. Furthermore, she needed an interpreter. She wasn't able to uh, articulate what had happened to her during this uh, incident um, with her husband. So I felt that seeing her there alone and not able to tell her own story was an aha moment for me because it was like 
I, I can't even imagine not being able to speak for myself. Hmm. Right. So just giving, possibly giving just uh, being a a sumptuous, perhaps she was new to the country um, and alone because of that. And her having somebody, it was a male party telling her story for her, how, how small that made her feel. Right. Um, I really felt for her. And it was at that point that I had decided that I want my purpose uh, to be to help other people to be able to articulate how they're feeling effectively communicate what it is that they're feeling and to be able to tell their story, right and advocate for themselves. Um, So I know it sounds really weird, but that's how my story started with the pursuit of teaching English um, as a second language. And I went through the processes to be able to do that. And from there, that was my inspiration. Yeah, that doesn't sound weird at all. I literally have the chills. Uh, That is such a profound story. And I feel a lot of people can relate to that uh, because we live... I mean, we live in Canada and we are amongst such a diverse community in Toronto. I think a lot of people can relate to that and not being able to, and especially in a court setting too. Yeah. A lot is on the line in that regard. Yeah. But even things as simple as like being able to ask for something in a grocery store or in any sort of retail store or when you go to the doctor's office, right. Uh, right. making just simple de- decisions like that uh, and being, you know, being in a new country, right. It can be so overwhelming. Uh, so being able to provide such an incredible service is like, it's, it's essential. I feel like what yeah. you offer is essential. It's not just, you know, somebody's small business. Right, right. It's, it's setting people up for their lives in, in, in Canada and in Toronto, right, being able to communicate, being able to show off your skills and and your abilities, right. Um, A lot of the clients that I work with are are professionals in their fields, right. Um, These aren't small scale people, (laughs) right. Um, So to be able to help them to show what they're able to do is is truly an honor and a privilege to be able to work with them yeah absolutely you bring up a really good point too and this is something that has frustrated me for a really long time Mm. when you say that you speak and you um and your clients a lot of them are professionals where where they come from yes uh, and then a lot of times they come to a new country like canada and they're unable to use those skills that yeah. they have, yeah. uh, that they already have. Yeah. So that is frustrating in and of itself. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen a lot of flyers and a lot of commercials address this now, mm-hmm. uh, where they're now offering more services. I don't know if it's through the government, but they're offering more services and bringing more awareness to this fact of a lot of professionals coming from different countries, unable to use their skills when they come here. Right. Right. Uh, And like, and like I said, I mean, I think having such a service like yours Mm -hmm. will contribute so positively to the, to people in these predicaments, 
because I mean, it's fortunate and unfortunate that you have to, you have to become accustomed to the life and the language and the lifestyle and the culture of a new country when you, when you come to a country. Right. Uh, and one right. of those things is learning the mother tongue, learning the language. Right. right. Uh, and I think that, you know, having a solution to that barrier is again, opening up opportunities for these professionals. Yes, absolutely. You, you feel as though you come across uh, clients where, you know, having English is something where they they just say to you, you know what, this is going to make a tremendous impact on what I decide professionally to do in this country. Absolutely. Um, some of my clients, we, we do have a, a, a system in place in, in Canada where um, you can get uh, free language lessons um, okay. through its uh, the link program. So okay. it, it aligns um, uh, residents to be able to uh, get English classes and help with their, their fluency and, and um, uh, job, helping with jobs um, and things like that. Um, but you have to be a resident in order to do so, right? Mm -hmm. So there are some people who are in limbo um, so they don't necessarily qualify to be able to take um, take these classes, um, or they're in a position where they um, don't necessarily need the link programs um, because they're they're still they're very pr pr uh, proficient uh, in English. <laughs> Say that ten times fast. Um, <laughs> proficient in English, um, but they just need uh, a few things that they need to to clean up in terms of the pronunciation, right? So, yeah. So I I do offer um, the opportunity for uh, both types of clients to to come to me and get help with. Um, gaining that confidence that they need to be able to uh, present themselves in, in the workforce how they want to um, mm -hmm. showcase and showcase their skills. Absolutely. Incredible. Yeah. Now, some of the programming that you put into place, is it primarily conversational English or is it like, do you have to focus in on grammatical, uh, more of like a grammatical lesson yeah. Or like I said, is it more applicable to conversation and how you sort of had to interact in the real world? So my lessons are, I started primarily with conversation. Okay. Uh, I did that because I felt that a lot of, a lot of people were, were looking for that, um, that need to practice, right? right? Did a sounding board. Uh, am I saying this right? Uh, what happens if uh, they say this? What do I say next? And that um, practical application. Practical application, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, so that's how I started, but it doesn't separate from the other aspects of language either. So mm -hmm. with that does come grammar. Uh, with that does come pronunciation um, and fluency and, and, and all of that great stuff. Um, so I, I do a little bit of everything, um, but I primarily focus on the conversation piece. Uh, for example, if we're talking about um, families, right? So just understanding the family structure, right? Something as simple as that. So 
you have your nuclear family with your mother, father, children, 2.5 kids, <laughs> right? And then, okay, but that's not the only that's not the only family structure. You have your extended family, you have your in-laws, you have your cousins, your nieces, your nephews. Um, sometimes people live in generational homes. So just terms like that, bringing those up and so people are aware of them. So when you're in conversations like this with uh, your colleagues uh, or when you're making new friends, these are words that are become familiar to you and you can incorporate in your conversations as well. That's incredible. Yeah. I find, and I think I've heard too, English is one of the hardest languages to learn It is because we have so <laughs> many little nuances, so many things that just don't seem to make sense. Yes. <laughs> uh, unless you have like lived, breathed and were born into the language. Yes. Uh, have you come across situations where some clients are just like, okay, but that doesn't make any sense. And I totally agree with them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I've, I've told them, I've told my clients so many times, but this doesn't make sense. I know. Just go with it. <laughs> it's this language. I know. It's, it's, it's the language. It's, it's, um, it's a beautiful language. It's a complex language. Um, it's a universal language, right? Yeah. Um, uh, people who like to travel, right? Whether you're going to, even if you're, if you're going to Brazil or if you're going to uh, Mexico or, or um, anywhere in Europe, English is spoken. It may not be the main spoken language of that region, but if you're traveling, I guarantee you one person in that hotel speaks English. Yes. Right. So a lot of people learn English for different reasons. Um, travel would be one of them as well as uh, for, for work, like you said, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure in your situations too, this allows you to learn about other people's culture and other people's yes. language as well. Yes. Um, as a history major. <laughs> um, that makes total sense. Yes. <laughs> Although I did, I, I, I focused on um, a little bit more on uh, Caribbean history just to learn about my, my own culture, but history in general, I absolutely love. Um, but yes, I, I've learned so much about uh, different cultures and religions. Um, most recently was uh, Lunar New Year. Uh, so mm -hmm. speaking with uh, some of my clients uh, who are from China, just talking about the traditions around there and learning about the Year of the Ox, uh, which apparently I am. Uh, that's oh. year. So it's going to be a great year for me. Um, <laughs> <really excited>. um, <laughs> but yeah, just learn this cult cultural exchange is amazing. I absolutely love it. And living in Toronto, I, that goes hand in hand so it's I, absolutely that's why I love living in the city yes I, it, it, you just you soak so much in and uh and you have these neighborhoods like I was in the Kensington Market area uh earlier today right at like yeah, Spadina yeah. and mm -hmm. you just feel like you're in a whole other world right um, and you right. get to see the um the culture just very much expressed visually mm -hmm. um through smell and yeah. just the food. amazing aromas uh and see the food and that's that's what I love like you find yeah, these I pockets in Toronto 
Yeah, it's fantastic. The food, the culture, um, the colors, the um, traditions, the uh, celebrations. What do they mean, right? Why does why do you celebrate this? What's the significance of it, right? I I I love it. It's part of um, one of the best parts about teaching, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. Um, when I when I speak with uh, some of my clients, they'll say. They'll mention something that that's familiar to me. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I know about that. They're like, you know about that? I'm like, yes. Like, you teach me. Like, I, I've had students from, from your background before. You're, um, they've told me about it. It's really interesting. It's like, this is not learning just for you. This is learning for me, too. <laughs> right? Really? It's an exchange, right? So it's, it's, it's great. It's amazing. I love it. Absolutely. And I think that's the best part of having your own business is that it's an ongoing learning experience. People see you, like I even find this personally in my own brand, my own business as a, as a personal trainer where people come to me because they think that I am the expert. Yes, I'm qualified and I'm certified as well as you, Uh, but we are also students because we see so many different kinds of people with so many different needs. Yes. And we also always have to keep learning and adapting uh, and finding new ways to teach. And like I said, meeting people's unique needs. Right. Absolutely. Like I'm, I feel that I'm addicted to school. I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) I'm not sure if this is unhealthy, but (laughs) I love school. Um, So my, my education started at, at York where I got my, um, my undergrad. Same here. Right. Yay. Alliance. Yeah. So I, it it started there and then I moved on from there and I said, I I need more. I need to upskill. I, I, that's kind of, that's what led me to teaching English. So I said, okay, let's do this. I went to Centennial and I got my certification there. And I said, you know what, after talking to some people there, um, this is not enough. I need more. <laughs> so I got my adult education degree from Brock. So it's, it's, I'm always learning. And even now I'm connecting with other teachers from all over the world um, and just getting tips and, and um, uh, ideas on how to teach uh, different classes, what uh, challenges uh, students are having um, with uh, this pronouncing the letter R, for example, and what things we're doing to to support them. Uh, so it's, it's really interesting. It's, it's a nice community. And um, I'm, I'm really enjoying my, my learning journey. And whether it be teaching, um, or learning about how to conduct my business and be the best I can be for my students. Absolutely. How did you initially start to gather your clients? Like, were you connected to another uh, organization that sort of like filtered clients in, or was this all, uh, you know, referral based? (laughs) Uh, So my clients, I got off of Kijiji. Wow. Yes. So (laughs) I, I just honestly, I was at a point where um, I finished school. Yeah. I um, had my, my degrees, right? I had my certifications. I'm ready to go. I'm applying for, for different roles um, 
uh, different schools uh, to teach at. Um, I had an adult education that would um, degree that would give me the ability to uh, do different things within uh, my full time uh, role. Um, but I wasn't getting I wasn't fitting. I wasn't finding anything that really fit. Right. Um, so I said to myself, okay, I have, I have this, this paper here. I have a lot of student debt here. <laughs> I have a passion and a purpose. I need to do something with it. So my easiest uh, way of being able to connect with people was Kijiji. And that's what I used. And that's what's brought me uh, here. Um, from there, um, it's been word of mouth um, uh, referrals. And yeah, that, that's how everything's kind of got started. That's incredible. You literally just took the bull by the horns and you took it upon yourself and you're like, if I can't find something out in the traditional way, I'm not saying yeah. that he's not traditional, but I think when you put yourself out there in that regard, you really, you're really taking the initiative. You're really putting it upon yourself to yeah. say like, I am going to be in control of this. And, yeah. uh, I really, really admire that. Right. Thank you. That's but it's, yeah, it's, it's like, if, if you, you're doing all the right things. You know you have the skills. You know you have the knowledge. You know you have the passion and the drive to do it. The desire. Um, I, I I always feel that um, everything happens in divine order. That's that's my saying. As yeah. I, I learned that. Um, and the doors were closing, or they weren't open wide enough for me. They're open a little bit, um, but not to my satisfaction. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to make my own door <laughs> and walk through it. I love and, that. Yeah. So that that's that's what I did. I took a chance. I was scared. Mm-hmm. Really, really scared. <laughs> um but uh it 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 worked and it's still working and it's it's really good. I'm really enjoying okay. it. So yeah. this is this is full time for you. The teaching Teaching is part-time. Okay. Yes. So teaching I do as my, 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 my baby, (laughs) my other baby. baby. We'll talk about the other baby in a second. We'll talk about the other baby later. Um, Yeah. So this, this is my baby. Um, And this one I I do uh, primarily on, on the weekends. Okay. My client's schedule. So I, I I work around my, my client's schedules. They like to see me on the weekends. Awesome. And yeah. do you have, do you have a nine to five at, on do. top of? I do have a That's nine how to we got to do it. Yeah. So I, I work at my nine to five and I, I do what I got to do. I show up, put on my, my best face. And I, I love, honestly, the, the job I do, I, I really do love it. I, I, I also get to help people um, to a certain degree as well. Um, and I get to talk to people all over Canada. So it's, it's really nice. Coworkers are amazing and funny and, <laughs> and they're great. Um, but, but yeah, that's, that's my, my main bread and butter. And, and uh, my teaching is my, my passion project. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where 
it's, it's a must. It's almost yeah. a must that when you do start your own business, even if it's something that you just want to keep on the side or do part-time, or you want to go full-time with it, eventually mm-hmm. there's gotta be, there's gotta be a nine to five, or there's gotta be something else supplementing to really help pay the bills while you build your passion. Yes, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And how are you finding that? So let's talk about your two babies here. <laughs> you have a daughter. I do. You I have, have your you have your passion, you have your passion yes. baby, and then you have a full-time job. How, yes. how, how, how do you make it all work? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, with a lot of help. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest to you. I'm, I'm a single mom. Yeah. So I, I have a 10 year old and she's fantastic. I love her to death. She's, she's so like, sweet in my heart um and uh yeah she keeps me on my toes she's smart oh my goodness um she's smart she's funny uh, I'm I'm so I'm a I'm a parent all like all kids like their yes. parents say that their kids are smart and funny mine <laughs> is smart and funny okay um you can bias all you want <laughs> yeah she, she's awesome um but um, yeah, I, I couldn't have done it any of this without the support of my family. It would not have been possible at all. So, um, for anyone who is who's thinking about starting uh, a business, um, if you're a single parent, especially, and you don't know how you're going to do it, you need a solid support system, right? Yeah. In, in my opinion, because that's what's got me through. Um, a lot of things, um, babysitters, <laughs> key, um, and also making sure that you're spending time with your your child. Um, my daughter will tell me, "Mom, like we haven't hung out together. Like, oh. what are we what are we gonna do?" Yeah. So you you have to be able to make sure that you have that time for them uh, during the day and and on the weekends where it's just you and your kid or you and your children, how, how whatever the situation may be. Yeah, I was yeah. talking about this in a previous episode, but sometimes your support system doesn't always have to be your family. Uh, it's, it's amazing to have your family as that support system, but right. family can look like so many different things. Yes. Cause I know some listeners will say, well, you know, I don't have like, my family's really not in a position to help me. Mm-hmm. Family can look like all sorts of things. Like you mentioned a babysitter, uh, yep. friends, neighbors that can yep. help in any sort of way. Like you can create your own family. Absolutely. I honestly, I consider my, my, my doctors, my dentist, <laughs> these are all my support people. Um, even when my daughter was uh, much younger, when she started daycare, um, I didn't potty train my daughter, daycare potty train my daughter. Go daycare. Right. I, I loved this. I honestly to my bottom, the bottom of my heart, this is the best daycare ever <laughs> set my daughter to. Um, it was the easiest transition for me <laughs> for body training. It's, it's, you're never alone. It, it takes a village as they say. Right. Um, but yeah, friends, friends are great. Friends are supportive. Um, most of my friends are teachers. Um, so they get me <laughs> um, and they, they encourage me. So it's, yeah, the support comes in so many different ways. 
That's, that's so important. Just just what you said right there is that they get you, they support you, you share similar vibes, similar understanding. Uh, I also come from a single parent household, but my mom also had that familial support. Mm -hmm. And I remember her saying this to me constantly with, you know, it takes a village. It really does. Yeah. It really does. I think we get lost sometimes in this individualistic perspective uh, or approach that we take in North America where, you know, you're in it for yourself. You're, you're on, you're on this path on your own. And really that doesn't have to be the case. Right. It, it doesn't. And it it is, like you said, it's a very North American uh, concept. Uh, So a a lot of people who I've interacted with, whether it be my students or, or uh, otherwise, um, some people think will say to me, I don't understand why, why is it just you by yourself? Where's your family? Where are your, where are your people? Right. Where are your people to to rely on? And it it is really important to to have them around. And um, some people, they, they just don't have it. Right. And uh, through no fault of their own, it's just, it's not there. And it does make things um, a lot more difficult, unfortunately. Absolutely. But like we said, you can make family, you can find family in any which way. Anywhere. Doesn't have to be blood related. And you can find family in things like a podcast, uh, you know, a YouTube channel, a TV show. Uh, I know a ton of people who really relate to some of these talk shows, whether it be like, it used to be Oprah Winfrey uh, or Ellen. And that's (laughs) where they find their sense of comfort and their sense of family. So as we continue to sort of develop in this more technological world, like I said, you can find family anywhere virtually or in person. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Facebook is great as well. If you can find a Facebook group, uh, Mm -hmm. you have a a fantastic Facebook group, right? Um, So it's, it's, uh, any anywhere um uh you can even go on oh what is it called now uh meetup yeah meetup, meetup used to be where you would you'd go out and, and spend time with people who have uh common interests with you now everything's v- virtual so you can still do a meetup but a virtual meetup <laughs> right so you can find them people are out there people want to connect especially in, in during this time people want to connect with other people Absolutely. I think that's so important what you said right there. There's so many different apps that are also coming out too. Uh, There's a new app called Clubhouse. Yeah. It's just, I think it's just available to Apple or iPhone. Yeah. iPhone users at the moment Yeah, uh, where you can start chats. So if you're an expert in your field, you can start a chat and it's just audio and you can join any kind of chat based on a certain subject matter. Yeah. Uh, I just heard about another one today called Discord. Uh, same okay. idea. You can find yeah. it on your Android mm-hmm. uh, phone and same idea. You can join different okay. uh, conversations based on your interests. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the sky, the sky is the limit. Absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're, we're separated, but we can still get together. Some Absolutely. Okay, Laura. I'm going to take you through the lightning round, the last section of our, of our session together. Okay, let's go. All right. So this is like lightning round. So to the point, try to keep it, you know, a word or two max a sentence. Okay. Uh, So 
First question is daily routine. What does your day look like? Uh, daily routine is I, I wake up, I say my prayers, I look over my schedule, get my me and my little princess ready for the day. Um, yeah, let's just start working, start grinding. And uh, evening time is just connecting, relaxing, working. Awesome. Very <laughs> important. Yes, yes, yes. Very yes. important to schedule me time. Yes, yes. Dancing <laughs> sometimes. I tried sofa size the other day. It did not go well. Um, I learned that I don't have rhythm. That's okay. Like when it comes to soca, at least maybe That's others, okay. but I'm working I, on it. I, uh, I feel it. I <laughs> have also done soca size. One of my good friends is a soca size instructor. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know what? It's not so much. I, I will say there is some wi- rhythm there, uh, yes. <laughs> but it's the fear and it's the shyness that I have when it comes yes. to dancing and expressing myself in that way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can get I can get that. I like I, I dance to the beat of my own drum. Like I, I do whatever I want to do. I don't like instruction. I just want to well, dance. <laughs> that's what makes you a good mom. What makes you a good business owner? Go to the beat of your own drum. <laughs> All right, next question. One thing you want your daughter to hopefully take away from you being your own boss. Ooh. Um follow your heart follow your passion yeah go with what drives you don't let anybody tell you what to do um no one I I no one can tell you what your vision is or tell you what to do because only you can see your vision for yourself so don't let anybody um put you off track um to do something else when it's your vision it's not theirs it's not theirs to know it's not theirs to see it's only for you yeah such a good one uh I think we were raised in and again I mentioned this in another episode we were raised in a a generation where it was like you graduate from school you find a job you get that mortgage you get that house get the job with the pension the health benefit and you're set to go yeah Um, but I love that approach that you have. Follow your heart, follow your dreams. Yeah. It's her, it's her life. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to live it for her, but actually, no. <laughs> I already have a full-time life right here. <laughs> My plate is full. <laughs> you yeah. live your life. I'm just here to guide you. And, and if you need my help, I'll be there, right? That's, that's, that's my job. Okay, last one. Okay. One thing you feel like you couldn't do without when starting your business? Like one thing that was like a must that you did that you felt was super crucial in starting your business? Oh, I, I had to have the, the, the desire. It was not going to work if I didn't have the desire, the drive to do it. Hmm. That, that's, that's it. Mon- money, I went on Kijiji. Right. I, <laughs> I took the skills I, I, I had and I, I went with it. Um, you just, you need the drive. You need the passion. You have to have that desire, that heart or else it's not going to work. Yeah. And yeah. I realized too, you need to have the patience. Like sometimes yes. you won't necessarily find your passion at such a young age. I found mine in my late twenties. Yeah. I was yeah. at a point. I was at a point where I was like, I'm never going to find something that I really love. 
Yeah. So I might as well just do what makes me money. Right. Uh, and right. make others in my life happy. Yeah. That's, it's, that's the, uh, my sister <laughs> would say that's the millennial uh, vision that we need to uh, find a job that brings us purpose, right? Yes. That's the, that's the millennial mindset, right? And I completely agree with her. I want to do something that brings me purpose. Yes, the money is nice. Um, yes, the pensions are nice and all that great stuff. But at the end of the day, is this bringing me joy, right? And if it's not bringing me joy, I need to find something else in my life that will bring me joy or a, a job in, uh, or another career that's going to bring me joy. So this is my, this is my passion project. This is my, this is my second baby, my second born. So, oh, <laughs> so exciting. So yeah. exciting. Well, thank you so much, Laura, for coming on and sharing your story. No where can people, where can people find you? Uh, good question. <laughs> uh, right now I told you I'm a, I'm, I'm a starter. So <laughs> right now you can find me on, uh, uh, Laura's language lounge.com. I'm, I'm also somewhere on Instagram. I think it is uh, Laura underscore language underscore lounge. I believe that's my handle. Perfect. <laughs> um, but definitely the website. Definitely. Yes. Laura, and before you log in, say Laura's language lounge five times fast. <laughs> Laura's language lounge, 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 Laura's language lounge. Should I do it? You did. <laughs> and on that note, thank you so much. I'm so excited for the future of your business. I'm so excited that I got to learn more about your business. Excellent. Uh, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Absolutely. Yeah. And I want to definitely have you on again to yes. get a little bit of a follow-up of an update as to where business is at and uh, how things have maybe changed or maybe they won't change uh, after things start to you know open up and some of these pandemic rules start to yes. become a little bit more lax. Yes. So I'd love to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Sounds great. Right. Have yourself a great night. Thank you. You too. <laughs> Bye.